Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 11 of season 2 of Transformers Animated. It is Sorry, No One's Home. This episode was written by Todd Casey, who wrote Nature Calls and has never been camping. And the last time on Transformers <laughs> Animated, Black Arachnia teamed up with Meltdown only for him to betray her at the last moment. And in this episode, uh, I don't know, pr- obstacle course? Yeah, Prowl's got the thing all set up and Sorry wants to play too. She's standing there throwing karate punches and he suggests, you know, she start at one quarter speed and she's all set to go and she immediately gets smacked by the first robot arm and she's dead. Oh yeah, like like lands face first into a factory floor yeah. and her back arches over her head the wrong way. Um, but she gets up and she's fine. Uh, and then Bulkhead comes in and gets annoyed with a drip. And that drip's name is Bumblebee. Yep, Bulkhead and I have something. See what I did there? Oh, okay, I see. That it was clever. But yeah, Bulkhead and I have something in common. He can hear something dripping and it's driving him crazy because I don't know about you, but it drives me nuts. And Do you know what uh, it is for me? It's a uh, ticking clock. If somebody has a loud ticking clock in a room, oh, that just that gets on my nerves. But yeah, it pans if that's the right word all around the room. And Ratchet and Bumblebee are watching Sammy Davis Jr. on TV. And yeah. what is dripping is a hole in Bumblebee's left arm. Yeah, effectively, he's bleeding and it's dumb. <laughs> uh, it annoys Bulk, obviously. And he's uh, and B is just this is very similar to when he was getting slowed down. Bulkhead's like, dude, you, you're leaking. And he's like, no, nah, I'm fine. And Ratchet his, even says, I need to fix him. B just starts whipping his arm around, splattering oil everywhere (laughs) i'm convinced what this whole thing is ripped off of is the bleeding air kids in the hall sketch youtube it it's probably on youtube but uh sammy davis jr comes on the tv and distracts them all and it's the constructicons yep he's reporting on mixmaster and scrapper drinking oil at marumba's auto parts or whatever it's called and they're just standing there drinking oil in the middle of the road with a bunch of police cars in the background (laughs) yeah nobody does anything and apparently they evaded police with what appeared to be a smokescreen Uh, John? What? Smokescreen sucks? I don't have anything. Oh, for fuck. Cut the music, Lou! Anyway, yeah, it's the Constructicons. And aside from being on the news, they also don't remember anything. Remember where the whole last time they were here didn't matter? Yep, they really go out of the way to point that out. Like oh, The only thing ever. they remember is being obnoxious and liking oil. And, oh, and, and uh, the good they've... oil. There was that good oil. I wish I could remember where we's got it from. <laughs> but Optimus thinks they got to find these guys before Megatron does. So they head out and Sari's right behind them. And I guess her shoes are like go-go gadget roller skates because they were rollerblades and now they're just shoes and they keep changing. But it kind of makes sense though. Like, that's something her dad made for. Oh, totally. But uh, I know it's too dangerous. Uh, they These guys nearly killed her last time, and that was when they were trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the Autobots transform and roll out, and I, I like this scene, actually, where Sari's sitting there going, I can't believe they left me home all alone. Wait a minute. I'm home all alone. Yep, she realizes she got the place to herself, so she uses her key to empty out a vending machine because they have vending <laughs> machines. And it's full of chocolate bars, and she starts chowing down. <laughs> She's the only one who would eat it. <laughs> yes. So anyway, whatever. Uh, and then she like straps herself to one of those robotic arms and basically gyroscopes herself around. Yes, it's like the things you see the astronauts training in and all the the old videos. Or no, maybe not gyroscope. I was thinking, what's the carnival ride where you you lean up against the wall and then it flies? fast and it zips around the scramblotron 
Cyclotron. The Cyclotron. Possibly. All right. But uh, yeah, then she takes Prowl's obstacle course for another go and she sets it up to full speed this time and she gets through it and she's like, yeah, I did it. And then a robot arm smacks her in the back of the head and off she goes. <laughs> so we go back to the Autobots who, I guess their whole idea to find the Constructicons was just drive around and they're driving around and B is dripping more oil and Bulkhead's head enough and conveniently he has an I Heart <laughs> Autobots symbol or sticker. Yeah, he just slaps that on him like a Band-Aid and... Now we go downtown and somehow Mix and Scrapper ditch the cops. So now what do they do? And Mix notices the trail of oil that Bumblebee left behind. Yeah, they start following it. Maybe this is when he said, I remember the good stuff, which was, you know, uh, Megatron's blend. Yeah, because they he's trying to remember where they had that really good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Megatron, speaking of the devil, is watching them on the news and he... He wants them back, because I guess they, they finally resurfaced. He wants them back to build the space bridge, so he sends Blitzwing out to get them, and is like, get them, give them this good oil, and do not engage with the Autobots. So Blitzwing takes the oil, transforms, he flies off, and meanwhile, Mix and Scrapper follow this trail of oil to the Autobot base, and Chris Columbus hops in the director's chair. Yeah, I. you know what? I kind of like the Home Alone element. I'm going to be honest. That's one of the things I like about this episode. Um, they. What I didn't like is that suddenly Mix has just acid powers now. He can do that too. Yeah, well, it's kind of a throwback to G1 Mixmaster. He did that in at least one episode where he's talking about all the acids he's going to mix together. And he says, ah, fuck it, I'll just use them all. But yeah, it's, maybe it's a reference to that. I don't know. But yeah, they melt down the door. And because Sari is in Prowl's room hanging upside down from the tree listening to Slash Monkey or whatever it is at full blast <laughs> with headphones, she doesn't hear the alarm. So we go back to B and he attacks a truck that... It's like the model that looks like Mixmaster, which, B, you've completely forgotten about the point of Transformers. Mixmaster is supposed to look like other const uh, construction vehicles. That's how he hides. Why would you attack every truck? Whatever, that guy's an idiot. Um, I think that might have been Sparky, too, who leans <laughs> out and goes, hey, what are you doing to my truck? Except he talks like a surfer. He's like, dude, why are you wailing on my truck? <laughs> he, <laughs> he does. <laughs> Bro. Uh, anyway, um, the B Bulk shows up and he's like, you know what? It's probably all this blood you've lost. And B's like, I'm doing fine. And then the sticker pops open and just geysers of oil <laughs> yes. pour out of them. And back with these two idiots, Scrapper has a bad feeling about this place, but Mix wants to throw back a few wobbly pops before they leave. And now Sari's just skating around having a good time when she skates straight into Scrapper's leg and Mix is behind her and they're looking down at her and commercial break. And when we come back, this was the point where I realized they didn't need all the Constructicons and the whole Devastator thing. What they needed was one more Constructicon, effectively Larry, because we got <laughs> Curly and we got Mo. But uh, yeah, they just look at her and ask, hey, do you know where the oil is and like didn't they think she was a pet the last time they saw her like wouldn't this be like asking the cat where the key to the liquor cabinet is but she just takes a deep breath and starts screaming oh, at the top boy. of her lungs yeah that was like you know how like a thing is, is is kind of funny for a bit and then it's not funny and then it's really not funny but then it gets funny again <laughs> this didn't get funny again it was just really not funny by the end uh but she finally runs and uses her door to close a, or her key to close a door right on scrap yeah she skates past him to escape them and mix yank scrapper free and scrapper wonders what a decepticon is because she's called them decepticons and he's all scared and mix has a great line here he's like what's the matter with you you're an excavator not a golf cart now grow a backhoe <laughs> <laughs> and for whatever reason they just assume she knows where the good oil is and yes. yeah they start chasing her but uh meanwhile the Autobots still have no sign of this 
Constructicons or Decepticons, but oh wait, there's Blitzwing flying overhead. At least Bulkhead thinks it was Blitzwing. I'm kind of amazed nobody believed, because this has happened before where somebody goes, hey, is that Blitzwing or hey, is that Starscream? Why would everybody just go, eh, you're imagining it? Perfectly normal that a military aircraft would be flying over Detroit. And, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially one with tank treads. <laughs> yeah, but bumblebee who has finally stopped leaking i guess a clotter he says this is pointless they need sorry key, but prime says she's safer at home but she's not she's nope. being chased around optimus hq by the constructicons and back at the autobots b is like you know what fuck it i'm just calling her anyway and when he calls her she is actually hiding under the bed or the mattress in her bedroom yeah she's under the covers and scrapper can't find any oil so he's about to leave when her phone starts ringing and he picks it up this comically tiny little thing but he starts fumbling it and it falls and breaks and mick tells him stop fucking around already let's find some oil so they leave her bedroom but now she lost all her ringtones and that did it it's on <laughs> um we go back to the big fight uh blitzwing or actually it's not a fight yet because blitzwing's in the air arguing with himself as he does and he <laughs> basically convinces himself to attack the autobots so he just drops right on them and down at the on the ground they're kind of deciding what they should do if they should head back and all of a sudden ratchet's like uh-oh and points up yep he's uh, blitzwing starts blasting at them they take cover and back with sorry she has to get to the calm room but those two are going to destroy the place and this is straight out of home alone isn't it like yeah this is the tells her teddy bear this is my house and i'm going to defend it uh one thing though i did like about the opening of blitzwing's attack is when everybody runs bulkhead sends her and just like i told you and none of you (laughs) listen to me and prowl has to knock him out of the way to save his butt uh back with the autobots uh they uh that's how i'm gonna say it from now on the autobots um they try to draw blitzwing away from downtown and for the first time maybe in this show maybe the second or third time there's a traffic jam there's actually cars on the road yep they get stuck in traffic so blitzwing flies in transforms and picks up two tanker trucks and throws it at them and they're about to get flattened and commercial break and when we come back ratchet is a pretty dope moment here he just grabs them with his magnet beams and kind of grinds his feet into the ground and slows them down they fly over the autobots but he slows them down and he himself just gets slammed into the side of a building yep and uh, Prime tells me, yeah, nice work. You, you and Bumblebee get these humans out of the way, and the rest of us will deal with Blitzwing. And Bumble's like, get them out of the way where? Like, where are we going to put them? <laughs> yeah, really? So the other three, they rush Blitzwing, uh, who transforms into a tank and blasts Bulk right away. And then we go back to Sari, who suits up in her hockey gear and her, yeah. like, a roller. I, I think they're blades now. Um and she, I, okay, this was the sorry moment I really liked where she comes out for this crazy attack. It's a lot of high sticking. She comes in, smacks them both basically in the ankles three times. Her stick falls apart and she just says, okay, that's as far as my plan got and books it. Yep. That's all she had. <laughs> She's out of here. And then scrap, or I, th- I think Mix is the one that said it here. He's like, what the front end loader was that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So they track her down. Well, they follow her to Prowl's room and conveniently they decide not to look behind the one thing she could be hiding behind because she's hiding behind it. Yeah. Or that maybe she may have escaped through the giant hole in the wall on the other side of the one (laughs) thing she could be hiding behind. And Scrapper's like, oh, she must have run inside a different door other than the one we watched her run into. (laughs) God, these guys are dumb. Yeah. This is why I'm saying the three stooges. Anyway, uh, sorry. Then we just cut to her skating out of a pipe and she accesses the main computer in Optimus HQ. Yep. And uh, even though Blitzwing is kicking the shit out of the other Autobots, Bumblebee answers the phone like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just see Blitzwing fighting Prowl and Bulkhead in the background. Bumblebee's talking to him like nothing's wrong. But uh, 
Yeah, she just asks if everything's all right. And the, the call basically ends when Blitzwing charges the camera, so she realizes, I'm on my own. And they, uh, Mix and Scrap, return to see Sari standing there with all the oil, I guess she did have it, stacked up neatly. And Scrapper's like, well, Mix, this has got to be a trap, and Mix, tell, Mix tells him, can it? And then Sari just presses a button that she's holding, and robot arms grab the oil drums and dump it all over them, and they start slipping around like it's Scooby-Doo, and she giggles and skates away. Or like the ice in the front porch of Home Alone. Like, like oh, seriously, yeah, yeah. A- aside from the nail gun later, uh, pretty much everything is used here as in Home Alone. Um, so... Yeah, they they slip and fall. She runs away. And back with the Autobots, they use something called Omega Formation. Yep, because Blitzwing is just standing there watching them huddle and agreeing (laughs) on what they're going to do. And so I guess what Omega Formation is, is Blitz or Bumblebee runs at Blitzwing and just harmlessly zapping him with the stingers. And then Bulkhead just drifts Prowl at him, who does like flying sidekick and that knocks him over. And then Ratchet's about to do something with the Magna Beams, but then Blitzwing gets behind him and gets him in the old half Nelson. Yeah, and John. Just in time, Megatron contacts Blitzwing and is like, I told you not to engage with the Autobots. So Blitzwing transforms and flees. Yep. And the Autobots are like, why would he flee when he had us on the ropes, right? But yeah, he's out of here. And back at the plant, Scrapper starts with the, I told you so's with Mix. But <laughs> Mix tells him, look, there must be more oil around here. And they start licking it off the floor. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so there's Sari again. And now she's at the obstacle course, which is a decent payoff from the setup earlier. Um, and she, you know, na 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 can't catch me. They chase her. She runs through the obstacle course. Really neat action shot here where the yeah. camera's moving her. It's all blurred behind but she's jumping from robotic arm to robotic arm yep but and then she uses her key and the robot arms grab mix and smacks him in the ass and then it drops them both onto a conveyor belt and then off camera it shoots like a bajillion rivets into them and then a bunch of blow torches start moving towards them yeah and, and the rivets are like they're everywhere they, some of them are bolting uh i think scraps in the bottom bolting scrap to the ground and some of them are bolting mix to scrap it's borderline body horror yeah and and like you said the blowtorches come out and i really thought they were going to start to get disassembled because sorry has a line just a little bit earlier where she's like be prepared to get deconstructicon or something like that and when those blowtorches started moving around i legitimately thought she was going to take them apart (laughs) and scrapper's even like you monster like wasn't that the gingerbread man in shrek where he's like you're a monster (laughs) (laughs) She grabs them with an electromagnet and drops them by the door and they've had enough for one day. She asks them if they want some oil before they go and they both throw their hands up and Scrapper's like, no, leave us alone. And they're out of here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're out of there. And no sooner do they leave than the Autobots show up and they see all the damage outside. They're incredibly worried. And then Sari walks out and she's like, oh, hey, I handled it. No biggie. Yep. But then Optimus sees all the empty wrappers on the floor and that's what makes him angry. Really? Like, hey, Optimus, who bought the candy? Like, Yes. You didn't buy it for yourself. You bought it for sorry. Anyway, we go to the Constructicon, still fleeing, and Blitzwing lands in front of them, offers them some oil, and he's like, hey, remember me? Eh? Eh? Yeah, and because they have learned nothing, they take oil from who they don't know, the stranger, and lo and behold, it's the good stuff they were looking for, and Blitzwing tells them they can get more where that came from, and the screen does that circle closing transition thing. <laughs> Bumblebee is leaking oil, and the sound is driving Bulkhead up the wall from another room, but sitting right beside him is Ratchet. 
The doctor. If Bulkhead can hear it from another room, you'd think Ratchet would have heard it by now. Like He says in the first episode, I might be old, but I can still hear. Like You'd think he'd at least point it out. Bumblebee, you're leaky. That's fine. Look, man, I'm a doctor. Let me fix that. That's fine. See, I can fling it all over the room and I'm still okay. Well, even if it's not bothering Bumblebee, it is making a mess and driving Bulkhead crazy. Why wouldn't he want to get it fixed? All it took was a sticker. Bang, problem solved. Here's your lollipop. Then later when the sticker falls off, it just starts gushing out of him. And he just stands there looking at it. Like, what the hell kind of Monty Python Black Knight shit is this? Nah, it's cool, man. It always does that when I cut myself. It don't bother me. I cut myself shaving the other morning and nearly died from it. Say, after I fall over and break my neck when I pass out from oil loss, if you guys want to put my legs between two rocks and start jumping up and down on them, that'd be all right. Nah, I won't feel a thing. Not with the broken neck or after losing that much oil. That's fine. I like it. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. Sorry, no one's home. Paul, what'd you think of this one? I kind of liked it. It's kind of a, it's its own little episode, but I liked it. It's, it, it's Home Alone. I have not seen that movie probably since it was new. But like, even the voices and personalities of these two goons are kind of the same as the idiots in that movie. Yeah, Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci, Harvard and yeah, Joe Marv. Pesci. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a great episode. It's not a bad episode. And I, I agree. I like the Home Alone stuff. I just, I don't like that the key was a major part of it, but I just don't like the key. So that's that. Well, one thing I thought might be a good touch because they have so many other references to real world Detroit in this show would be if Sari had a Red Wings jersey when she that gets all her hockey smart. gear on. I mean, I know because of copyright, they can't, but just something that was close enough, like even just a red and white hockey jersey. Uh, I thought it would have been a good touch. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, you know, one other thing that this episode taught me is basically I've come to accept that any character, any new character is going to be superfluous to the story for the first couple episodes like the Constructicons seem to matter now they're actually back they're going to build a space bridge and, and, and shit will matter but they didn't for the first episode and a half they were here no well the next thing we're going to watch is a bridge too close part one if you want to see a couple guys who don't matter uh, you can find us on <laughs> Twitter I'm at John Sobey Paul's at person one yeah make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app whatever it is you listen to us with and tell all your friends tell everybody you know you can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show Transformers Nitpickers podcast keep on Transformers <laughs> see you later What's the matter with you? You're an excavator, not a golf cart. Now grow a backhoe.